0: What's good, everybody? We are back to tip off another edition of A Shot of Whiskey podcast brought to you by the good people over at New Amendment. As a part of Beyond the Big Ten Podcast Network, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And on YouTube at Beyond Big Ten, not spelled out, but the number 10. Also, make sure to follow along on all socials. Twitter, IG, and TikTok with the handle at BeyondTheBig10, again, the number 10 not spelled out. I am Jordan Taylor, along with my guy, the best four-man in school history, 2011 second round pick, and All-American John Lure. Johnny, we a week into the new year, and you're doing big things out there, man. You in Philly this week, man. Philly, say what you got going on.
1: Yeah, man, on the road, and uh, got a little franchising business venture that I'm involved with also have a little bit of a cold so forgive me audience if uh you hear me coughing a little bit <laughs> man.
0: coronavirus
1: well, God damn. <laughs> man over
0: there is sick no 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 but that's a that's a beautiful thing man that's amazing that's amazing congrats to you on the crumble thing you know what we say we always say you can't hide money and you're doing your thing <laughs> on and off the court as usual uh, man, we're going to jump right into it, though, man. We got the X's and O's this week, man. The Badgers went one and two over the last week, uh, got a win against Minnesota and a lot losses against Michigan State and Indiana. Uh, um, We're going to do it a little different, so we're going to go game by game, man. Let's start yeah, with- Illinois, not Indiana. I'm sorry, in Illinois and yeah. Michigan State.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was hoping to see that margin a little bit bigger, Um, uh, but obviously when Tyler Wall goes down, um, I, I'm just going to go right into to something I liked was the fact that you know you lose your your leading scorer and 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 uh, arguably best player and guys rally around. It was a next man up mentality um, and, and we were able to come out with it with a good win. No doubt, no doubt. I was going to say the same thing. I mean, not
0: not a lot in that game. I think we were up 15. I think the only thing you could say you don't like is being up 15 and kind of letting a, a team that's not as not as talented as you kind of come back on the road um but again without Tyler Wall in the game i think you got to give hats off to everybody one thing i didn't like connor season finally missed the free throw as well 19 and 19 <laughs> 19 and 19 on the season finally didn't get, uh finally uh, had one rim out um, but a lot of things to like like you said i think uh max Klesmet was one thing he kinda, he kind of stepped up on jameson battle jameson Shout out another mm-hmm. Minnesota bred kid from Benilde St. Margaret's. Gotta shout that out. But Max did a Is he from Benil? He went to Benilde and transferred to La LaSalle. Yeah. So uh so a couple oh, of years okay. that he got that, up out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, Max Klesmer did a great job kind of uh taking that challenge on. And uh, you know, I think again, still had some problems with the guards. Talon Cooper had a decent game, but obviously Chucky with the big steal down the stretch. Uh, it was nice to see. And just an overall game, uh, like you said, nice response to Tyler Wall going out. I don't think too much to touch on there, so let's just move into Illinois uh, first and then Michigan State. Those were, I think, the two bigger challenges. Obviously, the losses came, so I'll let you slide in there and uh, and uh, let, let us know what you didn't like from the Illinois game.
1: Yeah, uh, two things. One, I think uh, what I didn't like was Hawkins going you know, 28% on the season from three, and he goes six for nine in that game. Um, that's just a tough break. You know, you go into the game uh, against a guy and he's basically a non-shooter at 28% and, and he gets hot like that. That's, that's uh, you know, that's an unlucky law of averages that goes against you. Now, once he hit his first one or two, I think we had to do a better job of, of getting out of that drop coverage that we were in um, or either just moving Steven Crowell up more um, so that's a shorter closeout to get back to him. But uh, we could have switched, we could have showed uh, just something. I mean, you know, the the kid got hot and uh, you got to tip your cap to him. But I felt we could have adjusted a little quicker on that. And then the other thing I didn't like was uh, <clears throat> Connor Sejan only getting, I think it was five shots, yeah. but he got two up late. So it was really only three shots. Um, we got to find a way to get him more shots than that, right? It's it's not, especially with Tyler Wall going down. Yep. You know, I was expecting him to be almost featured in a, you know, you know, a, a focal point of the offense and you look at the score the box score after and Marcus Ilver has more shots than than Connor. So that's that's something that, you know, Marcus is, is coming along, but that's not something we want to see regularly, especially when when Tyler's out. Yeah, no question. I was actually Marcus
0: Ilver's aggressiveness is one of the things I did like about the game. Um he came in obviously this week got a lot got a chance to play a lot uh or more and he has no fear at all. Similar to Connor in a way. He has no fear at all. I like his confidence. Love love his confidence, but you're hundred percent right. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know if we want Marcus taking more shots than than Connor at this point in the season. However, that is something I think that Badger fans have to look forward to. Kind of a, a bright spot in and of itself, even though he only went, I think he went one for six against Illinois, two for five against Michigan State. But Carter Gilmore as well. I think those guys did a great job at coming in and filling in you know, trying to put pressure on defense and, and make other guys work and, and trying to be aggressive on the offensive end. Uh, I think they did they did about as well as they could given the circumstances of being put in that situation um, in probably yeah. what is our toughest stretch in the Big Ten, I'd say. Definitely, definitely toughest stretch of the season so far. And I think Illinois, Michigan State, Indiana um, is going to be, and two of those on the road is going to be the, the toughest stretch of the season. Um, I, I, to go back to your point about Coleman Hawkins, I think – that was one of the things that we talked about was his three point percentage. He, he is a he's supposed to be a shooter. He was shooting twenty eight percent on the season, and you know I was actually surprised we didn't switch the ball screens with uh, yeah. with Stephen there. You know Coleman Hawkins isn't really a post up threat that way. He's a little frail, um, so I would like to see us switch that. And, and Steven has done such a great job, like we've talked about so many times, at forcing guards into tough shots, um, but. You know, it, it was it was a tough challenge to go on the road without Tyler. I really I really liked how Chucky and Steven have taken on the roles of just of the of the offensive load um, over the past week. You know, they both have taken a lot of shots, they're both making plays. Uh Chucky has been, I thought, really good, even though he didn't shoot it well against Michigan State, Steven as well. So um that that was uh that was something also to look forward to, like we talked about before,
1: guys gaining confidence when other guys uh are out. So that being no, hundred percent. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say hundred percent. If if there were two things I liked, it was it was Chucky and, and Steve because you know, like you said, they asserted themselves with Tyler Wall out um, and, and really became you know the the focal points of our offense. And then I, I, one uh, other thing I liked, uh, my man Hodges, giving us a glimpse <laughs> of what he can do. He just had one bucket. He was in there quick, but I like his frame. I like his athleticism. I think he's got potential. Uh, he's somebody to keep an eye on. I think we might see some more minutes out of him uh, especially with Tyler out it is it is interesting these days young.
0: I don't know if it's if if the coaches are softer or what or whatever it is but these young kids do not care man they come in the game you know remember we were we were in school it was like you know if you came in it was like oh you better not miss a defensive assignment. you came in a little timid on offense. Now these dudes right. be coming in like world beaters, coming in Steph Curry, like they're just pulling first, first possession, uh-huh. letting it fly. Yeah. So I mean that that is good to see and uh something that we can look forward to. Um, but let's take a look at Michigan State. Uh you've been going first. So go ahead, and let me know what you thought of the Michigan State game.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, the if we're going with what I didn't like uh first, I would say the shot selection by Chucky late in that game. Yeah. I thought that when we were down two. He came down and and uh, you know shot a side step back three uh, with no passes. It just didn't feel like that was the right shot at that time. And and you know he's a he's only a sophomore, um, but he's played enough to know that that probably wasn't the best shot. Uh, I think that that cost us dearly in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a possession where you had to get a great look, and you could have got that shot at any point. Um, so so that was one that that definitely stood out. And then. Uh, you know, I thought we could have. I thought we could have defended a little better. Uh, excuse me, uh, containing the ball. I thought you yeah. know the, their guards were able to get into the lane too much. Um, so those are my two things. You know, I think that's been a theme all
0: year is kind of guard play. Um, Terrence Shannon uh, to bring it back to Illinois. Terrence mm-hmm. Shannon kind of killed us as well. And that's been a theme, you know, uh, uh, Applebee from Wake Forest. Got, guards have been killing us all year, Cam Jones and Marquette. Guys have been killing us all year off the bounce, putting pressure on our defense. Um, so, you know, the, the way the game is played, guys really work on their skill set more so, I think, even more so than we were playing, where guys are getting into these mid-range shots or these, you know, these quick threes off the bounce and drop coverage, and those are really makeable shots now. So I think that's going to be something that Coach Guard. And, uh, and the coaching staff is going to have to look at moving forward because, uh, you know, I think yeah. the problem with it, especially against Illinois and Michigan State, was the guards get going and then the guys like Joey Hauser and Coleman Hawkins get going too. And then it's like now it's like an mm-hmm. avalanche. You get same thing that we had when we were at school. If it was like if, you know, they're playing drop coverage and they're letting you pop over off on throwbacks and stuff like that, it's like it's over. You know, You're, there's yeah. really no guard in that. So, no, for sure. So, yeah, so that so that's just something that that's going to have to be addressed. Um, other, like you said, the shot selection against Michigan State was was a little rough down the stretch. But other than that, man, again, without Tyler to play that team, I I had Michigan State as one of my top three teams going into the season, just the way they guard, the way they move the ball offensively and put pressure on the defense. So to be able to play them and really be in a position to win in that in that environment, I think, was a was a huge takeaway. Again, I think Chucky got downhill, and this is another thing we've been talking about. He got downhill more so, I think, than he has all year. Like he was yeah, he was putting two feet in the paint and and really everybody was. Carter Gilmore was getting in the paint. Max was getting in the paint. And I was actually impressed at uh at how well they attacked the defense off the bounce. Uh, I got a chance to talk to Sharif a little bit before the game, and I think they were kind of banking on, you know, playing inside out with Steven. And you know, I think the guards really stepped up to the challenge at putting pressure on on the Michigan State defense.
1: They did, yeah. No, they did, and 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 I think you know Crowell again, right? He was he was our go to guy, and we we talked about this after he had that twenty five point performance. Yeah, um, we said would that be the you know the spark that ignited him? I've been saying it all year. I thought he had more offensive potential, and man, he is showing it now, and he is becoming unstoppable on the block. You know, teams know he's getting to that right hand. He still finishes. He showed me a little up and under to get back to his left, so he's working on on you know. Uh, the next evolution off that move. Yep. Um, but man, if you're a Badger fan, you got to be excited about the progression and development uh, that he's shown. And, um, you know, I think, look, bottom line, if we have Tyler Wall, we we win both those games. Yeah. I think we beat Illinois and we beat uh, Michigan State. You know, you're losing probably your best defender, for sure your most versatile defender. Um, yeah. And then offensively, what he can do—you know—he tilts the floor when he's when he's posting up or in isolation situations. Right, the defense has to load up to him. That's what I mean by tilt the floor. Yeah, you know, we we talked about that when I was with the Pistons when we traded for Blake Griffin. It was like, oh my gosh, the floor opens up for everybody else because you gotta—it's like gravity when you have your your best player out there playing at a high level like Tyler's been. So uh, I think that frees up yeah. more shots for everybody. Missing him has been a huge. I mean, it's the elephant in the room, right? Everybody yeah. knows it. You know, you probably win those two games if if he's healthy.
0: Hundred percent, a hundred percent. And to again, to your point of of tilting the floor with Chucky attacking that way, with you know, obviously Carter Gilmore doesn't bring the same gravity that you speak of. So with Tyler back in, if you can continue to put pressure on defenses like that, I really like the the potential of the offense if you can get the shot selection going. You know, I thought. There were some times too where Chucky and, and Stephen they kind of they're still working on that ball ball screen chemistry. You know when to slip, when to get rid of the ball. Um, but again, those, those are just things. It's early in the year. We're we're three and two going into a big game against Indiana. So um, I think I think they're in a good spot. Obviously, you would have loved to have one of those wins. But the the other thing I really liked about the Michigan State game was in the first half was Coach Guard's intensity man. He was over on the he was up on the sideline yeah. clapping. He was super engaged. Um, and that's one thing that I can, I can really appreciate about Coach Guard and, and just the way he coaches these guys. He is, um, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to say a player's coach, but he's he's a guy that he 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 seems to love coaching these group of guys. And it seems to give them energy, which I think is
1: huge in an in eight or a 20 game Big Ten slate. He does. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and it seems like everybody is bought in and playing for it you know, playing together, but playing for him as well, you know, which I think is, is crucial, especially as you move into this Big Ten season. You've lost a couple now. Um, you know, having that full buy-in from your players and, and belief in your head coach, uh, it means a lot. You know, it means a lot. And uh, Coach Guard has definitely created that, uh, that environment there. Yep. No doubt. No doubt, man. Well,
0: like we said, one and two, tough week. We get a chance to bounce back. On Saturday against an Indiana team that is struggling, so we're gonna get into the scouting report on them. They are one in four in the league. A team that was picked to finish to to win the Big Ten at the start of the season. Uh, Obviously, Trace Jackson Davis, uh, a Big Ten Player of the Year uh, favorite and and uh, and candidate, and also national Wooden War or Wooden Award uh, finalist, things like that. They are mightily struggling without J or without Xavier Johnson and race Thompson who are out indefinitely. Um, So let's kind of hope that hope that they don't come back Saturday and let's hope that Tyler does come back Saturday. It's kind of word on the street that he might come back for Saturday's game. Uh, But Trace Jackson Davis had a game with 24 rebounds uh, two games ago against Northwestern. They, have just been—they've been struggling. I think obviously Xavier Johnson's their guy that that makes them go, and Race Thompson's a utility guy. But there's another challenge similar to Illinois, where you got a team that's struggling, you got to go on the road, and a really good team. So what are your what are your thoughts on this one going in?
1: No, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say. You know, just like <clears throat> Illinois, right? Uh, they were struggling, and, and and you talk about when you're str- a struggling basketball team, you talk about a get right game, right? And, and we can't allow that this to be Indiana's get-right game. Like, it's not going to happen against us. You might get right down down the road, but not against us, um, like Illinois did, right? Now they have confidence moving forward. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you look at their schedule, and, and they just lost by 20 to Penn State. Uh, if you go by like opponents, right, against Kansas, they lost by 20. Uh, obviously, we, we had Kansas beat. Uh, <laughs> Badger fans will remember that game. But, yeah. Um, You know, I I think this is one we should be able to control uh, the tempo even without Tyler out there. Uh, He might be out there. It'd be great if he is. But, um, you know, we should be able to control the tempo, impose our will and and play at our pace. And uh, this is one that I don't think should should cause us too many issues. But you can lose to anybody in the Big Ten.
0: Yeah, no, no question. It's assembly hall. You know how assembly is. It's, It's loud. Those rims are tight. Indiana has the second best offense in the conference. We're top four in defense as always. So that matchup should be interesting. Jalen Hood is averaging 22 and five, his last three contests as well. So that's another guard challenge that we'll have to deal with. So I, I would imagine Max is going to get that. As Max Klesman is going to get that assignment early on. Um, but that, that, it's going to be fun to watch to see how, you know, we, we respond, especially without Xavier Johnson. They're a good three-point shooting team, about 37% as a team, got a couple 40% shooters. Um, but I think it's going to be important defensively to crowd Trace Jackson Davis, to crowd Jalen Hood, Shafino, make them see bodies, and then make sure you close out to the shooters like Tamar Bates um, and guys like that. So it's uh, it, like I said, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting how we attack these ball screens with Jalen Hood, Shafino. We, we showed some hedging with Stephen Crowell against Michigan State. Um, you know, obviously, Trace Jackson Davis out of the post, I don't think we'll have too many. He's good, but, I, you know, it's obviously something that I think you play one on one with Tyler and, right. and Steven Crowell. Um, But, you know, with, with Jalen Hood, Sheffino, if, if he goes off for 33 like he did a couple games ago, then it could, it could be a long night. It could get ugly, ugly very fast for us. So that, that's kind of my fear for this game going in.
1: Yeah, and then my fear, I, I mean, also I, I heard that uh, our fellow podcaster, uh, Christian Watford, said that um, <laughs> Indiana was not going to lose a game at home. <laughs> this year uh and my fear I don't have any fear I don't know
0: what the fear
1: is with that <laughs> um, yeah because and I don't even really hear that because right we uh we never lost Indiana I mean when we were at school, I'll, we went I went 9-0 against them I think you went 8-0 we had a stretch where we won 16 in a row against them yeah um, so yeah we don't really hear when Indiana says uh starts talking uh our, talking. Our him. fear, our fear is that Christian Waffer is gonna
0: be on freezing cold takes one of these days because Indiana went, he said that Indiana lost to Northwestern of all teams. No disrespect to Juice Thompson and them boys over there, but <laughs> lost to Northwestern, man. Like how you going you can't make a statement like that and then lose to Northwestern. Michigan State. Wisconsin, okay, but Northwester, they might have to shut his podcast out over there, man. That's crazy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's OD.
1: Like, but yeah, that's that's one of the all-time bad takes, right? <laughs> man, there. for sure, for sure. But nah,
0: Christian Wofford, man, good dude, had a hell of a career in Indiana. Maybe, maybe should stay away from the proclamations. Sound like Charles Barkley over there, man. But let's <laughs> let's move into the word on campus. Man, we got like we said, obviously, like we've talked about at length, Indiana coming up. Let's just talk about Tyler Wall and his injury, um, coming back from an ankle injury. I think, was it your sophomore? No, junior year, you had an ankle. No, you broke your hand. Broke
1: my broke wrist. Broke your wrist.
0: Broke your wrist. So just yeah. t- tell us uh, from your experience, obviously both foremen, what it's like kind of going through an injury in the middle of the Big Ten season like that, and then trying to uh, come back and get your rhythm, say, which will be the, the challenge for Tyler.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, number one, it's heartbreaking. Like when I, when I broke my wrist, I thought initially the doctor said season was over for me. And I just remember being in tears, uh, you know, when he told me that because I wanted to be out there with you guys, right? Like I felt like I was letting my teammates down and I know the type of kid Tyler is, uh, how much he loves the game, how much he loves the university, how much he loves his teammates. Like I know it's just killing him right now. And luckily this is a a, a much more minor injury. Um, than a broken bone. But uh, I've heard his ankle is is in rough shape. So, uh, you know, that's one that that if you don't let it heal fully, uh, can linger and you try to rush back, and now you're not the same player that you were. So my advice to him would just be get it all the way right. Uh, You know, we'll need you for for February and March, right? Don't, don't, you know, rush back. And uh, I, I remember my first game back against Minnesota, trying to rush back, and I was just all out of whack, all out of rhythm. Um, it took me a couple games. So, um, you know, I ex- expect to see a little bit of that from him, you know, knock the rust off when he when he finally does get back. Um, but man, we need him because he is he is the heart and soul of the team. No doubt. No doubt. I think college, too, it's uh, it's it's almost you're somewhat
0: removed. Europe, you still have it. I know in the NBA, obviously not as much. But some of that, like you said, the emotional weight of college games, because ever, especially in the Big Ten, every game matters so much where it's like if you miss three and your team goes one and two it's like the end of the world you know what I mean so for him I think I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be a challenge emotionally especially early on just to kind of let the game come to you not try and force things it's kind of like when you're down I don't want to say you're down 20 it's somewhat of a rough analogy but when you miss time it's like you're trying to get everything back at once you want to have 20 25 that first game you want to make an impact right away right so it's like it's yeah, so, yeah. so I think that's gonna be. A huge challenge, a huge challenge for Tyler as he comes back.
1: And and you look at, you know, late in the season, Big Ten standings, right? I remember when I broke my wrist and missed those eight games, uh, and we end up not winning the Big Ten by one game in the standings. And, and that one game that we lost when I was out, you guys did a hell of a job. Uh, I think we went like seven and one, but we lost to Illinois. And, man, I used to cook them. <laughs> uh my my davis mike Tisdale. oh man i used to get get loose against illinois i know we would have won that game so that's tough you look back at your junior year and we definitely would have won the big 10 uh, i think if if uh you know we could have got that game against illinois with with me healthy but um you know that's just how it goes and you got to have a next man up mentality uh but we'd have another ring on our finger i think if uh if we could have could have got that one, man,
0: man, no question, no question. Let's take a look, man, real quick, uh, with the word on kevin Let's take a look at kind of the the mentality, the mentality of the entire team. Um, you know, obviously, you start three and zero; they're three and two now. What do you think their locker room looks like? What do you think the the energy in the locker
1: room is like um, at this at this point in time? <clears throat> well not <clears throat> excuse me not to stay on the tyler wall train but i think a lot of it is looking over at him like hey, hey bro you ready <laughs> like <laughs> you know he because like come on now we, we need you um so i think that's that's uh weighing on everybody you know you, like i said best player leading scorer best defender uh and you, you're kind of conscious of that like all right he's he's he might be back this game like that that changes your whole kind of mentality and and, uh, and mindset, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. it, it has to, yeah. and that's, that's weighing heavy in the locker room right now. I know for sure of uh, the coaches and players.
0: No doubt. No doubt. I think, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's one of those games. I hope it's not one of those games where guys start to press, honestly, you know, where it's like, you th- you know, you're three and two, this is a game where you started out three and oh, and now it's like, you look up and you're three and three, all of a sudden it's like, it's like, damn, what happened? You know what I mean? So it's, I don't want to say it's, yeah. it's obviously not a must-win game, but it's uh, it's one of those games where at the it, at the very least, it, I think it kind of makes make makes or breaks your season in a way. Um, at least at this early juncture, where if you win, you're four and two. Now you're, you know, I think uh, it's just like wow, yeah, like we we just made it through that stretch. Uh, you know, we had some tough games, and then now we can go on and win the Big Ten. Where it's like if you're three and three, the mountain that you have to climb seems a little bit steeper. And uh, and the energy changes up a bit. So, you know, I, I like I think this is for sure the biggest game of the season, like we just talked about in the Big Ten. Every game is always the biggest game of the season.
1: But um, but this one, I just. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pull a bow ride on you right now. Jordan, <laughs> it's the biggest game because it's our next game on the <laughs> right. schedule. Right, right, right. Yeah, we always
0: we always know that was nonsense. Like, nah, it wasn't a big game. We play in Northwestern and we up, you know, what I'm <laughs> they're two and 11 like now nah, we're good.
1: We're good, um, but I guess. But I hear exactly yeah. what you're saying. It, it is, it is that point where where guys might start pressing, and and you just want to get back in that win column. And, and you know, uh, like you said, it's a big mountain to climb. Four and two, and three and three sounds a lot different. So, so you're you're absolutely right. This is going to be a crucial crucial game for us, and against an a, you know an opponent that on paper is inferior. Yeah, uh, that we should be able to handle. Yeah, from a from a coaching standpoint. Um, obviously, Tyler's our leading scorer. Stephen has been
0: the last three games. What do you? What would you like to see more of, offensively and defensively,
1: um, going forward? I'd like to see more action run for Connor Sejan offensively. Yeah. You know, I think especially that Illinois game, right? He had it going early, yeah. Um, and that's when when a, a shooter like that gets hot, you got to find ways to keep getting him shots. Yeah, you know, you have to because because he could, you know, he's got the ability to make five, six, seven threes in a row, and that just blows the doors open. right? right. Um, so I think just getting him involved is, in as much action as possible, especially with Tyler out, right, just running staggers, running pin downs for him, the more action you can get him involved in, the more confusion it's going to create on the floor. Guys might switch, they might not, Like, and he's going to get open looks. But standing in the corner, uh, he's not going to get as many of those. Uh, so I think that's an adjustment I like to see. Um, what about you? Uh,
0: I think backtracking a little bit, watching the Penn State-Indiana <laughs> game, they actually really put pressure on Indiana with down screens, with Seth Lundy um, and Jalen Pickett. They, they did a lot of that t- against Indiana. And I think, uh, to use your word, they, those two guys have a lot of gravity and it put a lot of pressure on the Indiana defense. I think, like you said, at times, Connor, Connor got it going early against Michigan State, and I think that he was a spark plug against Michigan State. Uh, you know
1: yeah against Michigan against, State I'm sorry I yeah
0: I so he was he was a spark plug scoring 10 points in the first half Um, and then again I think we kind of got away from yeah. it in the second half and it, I you know I'd be interested to hear your opinion but to me again using the word I, I think Connor in this offense almost holds more gravity than Tyler you um, know I, I think he could I don't think he does Ooh. I think he could I think that just his, especially, especially with our tendency um, to get stagnant, you know, we tend to get stagnant and the rhythm goes down. And I guess when, you know, when we talk about rhythm, it's not necessarily taking quick shots or playing fast, but it's playing at a pace where, you know, guys are getting open bodies moving. The ball is moving. Even if you hold the ball for 30 seconds, there's a certain rhythm about the game that that Wisconsin has to have um, to score points. And I think Connor does that more than anybody on this team. And maybe it may be. Again, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Maybe in Wisconsin history, just the way he runs around without the ball, I haven't seen a lot of dudes do
1: that. <laughs> no, he does, man. And believe me, he's turning some heads too. I, I've been taught, you know, I know a lot of uh, a lot of NBA scouts, and they, uh, one of them I was talking to in particular, he was like, "Man, that kid, I, I like that kid a lot." So he's he's turning a lot of heads. I, I think, you know, as the season rolls on, more and more, he'll get more and more national uh, respect and attention for how great of a mm-hmm. freshman he is. Um, but yeah, you know, I think you made a good correction. I, I think he could be that in that offense over Tyler. Um, but I, that would be, you know, Tyler is just so good in isolation situations where you talk about the gravity of the floor. Like it just, it just tilts the floor too much. Yeah. Uh, I think at this point in, in Connor's career to surpass what Tyler does. Yeah. No, that's, that, no, that's that's probably true. And
0: then the the last point I want to touch on too, I guess that we need to prove improve on, especially with Indiana coming or going to Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis is a monster on the boards, and Wisconsin is at the bottom of the conference in rebounds and last in the Big Ten in offensive rebounds. I don't know how many times in the past twenty years we could say that about a Wisconsin team. Um, so I know we talked about that, and that's one thing you said you didn't see continuing, but it kind of remains to be troubling. Um, so what are, what can we do? Um, what can we do
1: about that, if anything? Sure. Um, yeah, I think it, we rely too much on Steven Crow to just grab, you know, the rebounds and Tyler Wall. I think it's just got to be a collective thing, right? All five guys got to go to the boards, um, especially defensively, right? Nobody should be leaking out. Um, and, and, you know, it's just got to be a collective thing. Every time somebody checks in, right, it's got to be a point of emphasis. Hey, crash the glass, crash the glass. Block out, and Wisconsin's has always been one of the best teams in the league in, in the country, really, at, at blocking people out. Um, so I think you know that's just you got to get back to that. All five guys collectively have to do a better job with whoever's out there. No question, no question. I think with the with
0: the fly trap defense or the the drop covers too, when a guard goes to the rim, I think one thing we haven't been a, been doing a good job of is like you said, the guards aren't doing a great job of boxing out and trying. And I think the rules are a little bit different now with the way you can. Box out and put hands on guys. But something that we'll definitely have to look forward to or look, look for moving forward, and especially this week against Indiana. But I am excited for, for what's coming. Like we said, hopefully move to four and two this week. That is going to wrap up another episode or another edition of a Shot of Whiskey Podcast. Again, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. And on YouTube at Beyond Big Ten. Also on all socials, Twitter, IG, and TikTok at Beyond the Big Ten. I am Jordan Taylor for John Lewis on and off, and we'll catch y'all
1: next time. Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders. Our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.